think we can get started now. Um, welcome, welcome everybody to our task force meeting. Um, our first item on the agenda is to review the minutes. John, and just a reminder, I need to read the housekeeping and oh, the procedures right. for tonight. Sorry. So just as a reminder that uh, the meeting is being broadcast and recorded on the City of Lawrence YouTube channel. The public chat function is disabled. All chats will go directly to me. When you are not participating in the meeting, please mute your microphone. When you are participating in the meeting, please keep your video on. When you are not participating in the media, in the meeting, sorry, please turn your video off. You will still be able to hear the meeting and you can turn your video back on when you are participating. Turning the video off when you are not participating allows the active meeting participants to be seen on the screen. If you have any trouble, please send, feel free to send me a chat. The city reserves the right to mute microphones and or turn off people's video to minimize distractions. Please also remember to state your name every time you speak for the benefit of those listening remotely. If a motion is made and seconded, Chair Nalbandian, please call on task force members individually to provide their vote, then announce whether the motion carried and the count of the vote. When the chair calls for public comment on an item, individuals participating via Zoom should use the raise hand function to indicate they wish to speak. The raise hand function may appear in different places on your Zoom menu, depending on the device you are using and which version of Zoom you have. Individuals will be called upon by name in the order they appear on the meeting host screen. When you are called on, please unmute and state your name. Comments will be limited to three minutes. When the chair calls for in-person public comment, individuals should raise their hand to indicate they wish to speak. Staff present will direct you to the podium to speak following social distancing and safety protocols. Please state your name before speaking. Comments will be limited to three minutes as well. And there is nobody here for public comment in person. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you, Bobby. You're welcome. Um, well, okay, let's uh, welcome everybody to this, uh, to our task force meeting. Um, we sent out quite a bit of information for you and we'll see how far we get, uh, get tonight. First item on the agenda is to approve the minutes of the March 30th meeting. Anybody have an issue with um, with uh, with the minutes? Then is there a motion to approve the minutes? This is Ursula. I move to approve the March 30th minutes. There is a second. second. Okay. So Ursula Mina, Rachel Reed have um, made a motion to approve and seconded the minutes. So now we will uh, go through the roster to uh, to vote. So, um, Ursula Minor, how do you vote? Oh, state your name and then and then your vote. Ursula Minor, I vote yes. Uh, Bonnie. Bonnie Johnson, yes. Rachel. Rachel Reed, yes. Jim Carpenter. Jim Carpenter, yes. Uh, Sammy Turner. Sammy Turner, yes. Uh, Hugh Carter. Hugh Carter, yes. Eileen Horn? Yes, Eileen Horn. Thank you. Okay, so um, next item on the agenda is to take a look at the revised value frame that I sent you. And then uh, we'll also look at the timeline I prepared in light of the direction from last, last week. I will say that um, I did uh, since uh, Elaine and um, Eileen, I'm sorry, Elaine, Elaine um, sorry, Eileen, since Eileen and, and Loomis, Professor Loomis had, uh, had, had done some, had, had worked on this before, I checked with them, uh, with the revisions with them, and they gave me a thumbs up. So that's just to let you know. So um, are there questions about this um, six item values framework? 
Okay, that's uh, what I what I see is go, a bird. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I, I think that uh, that these are great starting points and great values. I think that once we get into this, I think we're going to find that um, what some of us might. I, I think in each one of these, there's some subjectivity on what, what is fair representation. Uh, uh, will something, and sometimes we'll have evidence and sometimes we won't. Uh, and, and so, uh, I, but I do think that, I mean, the general ideas are, I think are, are, are really, really important. I'm not sure that we're gonna come to some grand conclusion on one system that uh, addresses these issues uh, best or, or most. And there may be a hierarchy of values here to, to a point. We may say that something is more valuable. So I think we can agree on the overall six and they're well stated and Eileen did a great job, but I, I think that, that we shouldn't uh, be lured into any, any assumption that this means we're gonna to come to any easy agreement on uh, what structures or, or procedures um, maximize these values. I think, um, are there any other comments on the values? Have one, John. This is Eileen Horn. I just wanted to say that I think the commission might appreciate that we establish these ahead of time. And and so if if people have more to add, please add to them. But I I do think that if I was in the commission seat, I would like to know that the task force thought of these things. Yeah, I agree. I agree with uh, both of what you said. What you both said. Um, I do think when our recommendations go to the city commission and to the public, that it will help to have uh, a broad frame here, acknowledging that in almost any values discussion, there is no correct mathematically correct answer. And, uh, and we will voting our values in many ways. Okay, welcome, John. Hi, sorry I'm late. Glad to be here. Okay. Though. Okay. Uh, so, can we have a motion to adopt the values frame? I so move. Oh, second. I move. It's Professor Loomis. Your second. Sammy Turner, second. Okay. Thank you, Sammy Turner, second. So, it's been moved by Bernadette Loomis, seconded by Sammy Turner that we adopt the revised values frame. Um, so let us vote. And this time we'll go in reverse order on my screen. So uh, John Wilson, will you up or down on the values frame? Good. I'm John, I. Okay, Eileen? Eileen Horn, yes, I. Hugh? Hugh Carter, yes. Uh, Bonnie? Bonnie Johnson, yes. Rachel Reed? Rachel Reed, yes, but with the reservation that we can modify or uh, expand upon these at a later date. That sounds good. Jim? Jim Carpenter, yes. Uh, Sammy, you already, you mo oh, well. Sammy? Sammy Turner, yes. Uh, Ursula Minor? Ursula Minor, yes. And John Albandian, yes. So- John, uh, wait a minute. My chopped liver, what? 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 <laughs> what, what say that again, Bird? Am I chopped liver or what here? Oh, did I go past you? Yeah, both times. Oh, wow. Well, I guess you are. Uh, <laughs> I vote yes. Okay, thanks, thanks, Bert. Okay, so um, the uh, the motion passes to accept the value spring. Okay, next uh, we have a uh, the timeline that I have uh, prepared. Um, 
I um, um hang on a second. I gotta get my what did I do with my timeline? Okay, so um the timeline, I don't know why I don't have it. Okay, so the timeline is uh, still, in my mind, uh, it's kind of a tentative. Um, I have one just to kind of anchor our, you know, our, our conversation uh, a bit. But um, I, I think as we, since we've never done this before, um, I'm not sure we know how much time it's going to take for for each of these each of these items um, but you can see how I've um, I've set them out so is there uh, is there a conversation about the timeline uh, I do have a question Rachel this is Rachel Reed um, the uh, June second is decisions on recommendations um, at what date do we present the recommendations to the city commission oh right um, that's right that's missing isn't it um, I was looking at that from the standpoint of backwards planning which I spent um, you go with your objective and then yeah. you plan backwards um, on a timeline uh, to the present. Yeah, that's good. And we did have uh, the resolution sets out a, um, a due date. Uh, does somebody have that handy? Yeah, Jim. Oh, well, the resolution says we're to have our report or whatever form this is to the city commission by July 1st. So I guess it's a question to Tony or Craig um, when the next city commission meeting would be after there was adequate notice time, which it looks like the first one would be July 7th. So I, because I think they could publish notice that it was going to be on the July 7th city commission agenda before they had it and then add it. But just want to make sure, see from Tony or Craig, if that's exactly what the idea was. City attorney, Tony Wheeler. Um, the city commission meets on Tuesdays and um, the first Tuesday in July is July 6th. However, I believe if it, if it was transmitted to the city manager's office, even if it wasn't formally received by the commission, as long as it was um, received in the city manager's office um, by July 1, that would be sufficient. And then the city manager's office could schedule it, you know, at the most appropriate time, um, probably that first meeting in July but um, it would provide some flexibility. Uh, John, even to even this to is go, uh, Loomis. Uh, Burnett Loomis. Uh, is to think even further down the road. Uh, uh, if we were to do this in July, and the city commission would take action one way or another, uh, is that would we be intending uh, to put it? If it goes to the ballot, would be we be intending to put it on the ballot in November? Uh, this is John now, Bandian. I don't know. I don't know, Bird, and I also don't know uh, that we'll be able to um, present a comprehensive set of findings on the date that that it's due. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know about the rest of you, but I just, I do not feel compelled to shortchange our discussion of this very, very important um, uh, 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 work that potentially has consequences for years to come. I mean, literally years to come. And so, 
I, you know, I've been playing around uh, with the uh, district at large uh, rank votes, uh, rank choice voting um, alternatives, and talking to uh, Craig and some others about accessibility of data. And this is not going to be easy. I mean, we're going to need data in order to um, in order to talk. I believe that in order to talk intelligently about uh, districts, we're going to need to have some data, and we're going to know what that would look like hypothetically. And I presume, since that would come from the census, <laughs> that we would probably have data from 2010. Um, not positive about that, but um, so anyway, the, I think the July one is what we will shoot for, uh, and I will take responsibility if we don't meet that uh, date. Um, uh, I will push us to try to accomplish that, but it's not uh, do or die as far as I'm concerned. Any other one, com other comments? One, one, one final yes. question here for Craig or whoever. Uh, is so uh, if I, I understand all of that, and plus we're going to get new census data in September. So uh, my question, my second question would be, uh, if if this were put on the ballot. Uh, uh, hypothetically, say in November of 2022, which would give there'd be a lot of time. Um, if that decision could be implemented in time for the 2023 election, uh, this is City Manager Craig Owens. Um, I, I, I I would assume that would be ample time, not understanding exactly what the redistricting the districting um, would be if that's what the work would uh, happen. I, I do feel compelled to add that the, the city commission's um, contemplation of your July 1st recommendation is to make it available so that they could put it on a ballot in this November. You know, obviously, if you're not comfortable making the doing the work, then that's fine. But I, they talked a lot about what is the back date, back planning on that, uh, uh, to make sure that there was time for them to take action and get it on the next ballot. So I'm just sharing that information. Well, and this is Bonnie Johnson. I have a, a question for clarification. So um, if we do, if we do look at districts it would be more than just saying we would like to have districts. It would be presenting what those districts were, mapping those or not. Craig's shaking his head no. So it could be that we just say districts and then later on it's mapped. Oh, if it pat John, now Banyan, if it passes, then maybe they draw the districts after that. That might be the way to, that's why I think we need, we need to have some, I don't know how specific it can be, but some hypotheticals so that we can get a sense of what the districts might look like. Since I was, I was just looking at a few things today and I thought since the, since districts, and I'm not presuming districts, but if, if we go with districts, it, they, the uh, districts have to be uh, comprised of contiguous uh, areas. Um, and so uh, with, you know, like-minded uh, profiles, presumably demographic uh, profiles. So um, probably what that means is merging uh, precincts, voting precincts that exist today in the city and combining voting precincts into the number of districts that we would like to see. Now, does anybody know how many precincts there are? 
over between 45 and 50. If I if I have my if I looked at that map uh, accurately, between 45 and 50. So if we it, let's say we went with uh, six districts, then you know what do we got? Ten? No, nine, eight, eight precincts merged uh, with a population of about twelve thousand or so. Anyway, uh, this becomes quite complicated, and so I. That's why I'm saying. I would really like to see some hypotheticals, uh, especially regarding diversity. Hey, John, Hugh, Hugh Carter. Uh, Hugh and then Rachel. Yeah, a couple suggestions. First, just on a procedural, what would you, how would you feel about, if we could use the raise hand feature and maybe Bobby, I hate to volunteer you, Bobby, or somebody could track as those, because I. As we get into this, there's going to be a lot more when we really start doing the work. If it's just based on speaking up, I think we're going to struggle. Um, if that's okay, that would be really helpful. And we can just click the hands and go from there. And someone else can keep us in order. Because I know you're busy doing too much to watch the hands too. Um, so there's that for thought. Um, and then the... First of all, the timeline, I think just like the, the values is something we can address and, you know, tweak and, and we, we should. So I'm, I'm good with, you know, even taking it as it is now, knowing that we need to add something there for um, definitively about when we need this work turned in. But I was also going to say uh, from a um, district, if we went the route of, a, of recommending districts, I could be wrong. I'm, I'd be interested to know. I assume certainly setting those boundaries and whatnot is something not for us, um, but it may be that weighing in on from a representation standpoint, how many districts there should be could be something that we at least recommend. Uh, but that, those are my thoughts. Thank you. Thank you, Hugh. Uh, Rachel? Uh, this is Rachel Reed. Um, on regarding the districts, a uh, couple things. I know that software exists. Um, I'm not sure if it's in the GIS system or um, other software. Uh, state legislatures refuse to use it because it's fair. Um, <laughs> and uh, and <laughs> sorry, that's it's my opinion. Uh, but we can take that software draw contiguous districts or have the county draw contiguous districts covering the uh, city of Lawrence. Um, and that would have, you know, population boundaries uh, within uh, 250 to 500 uh, for each district. Um, so if we um, recommend districts, I think we should highly recommend that it's drawn not with the um, with the existing precincts. Um, I work the elections. I know what the map looks like. It's a rat's nest, and um, we can draw. You know, it, it could be a you know series of uh, of um, boxes of different shapes that will allow allow the city to have equal representation across the boundaries of the city. Um, so again, though, as John said, that's not something we should be involved in per se, we can make the recommendation that that software is used so that it makes it fair. Um, and on an additional note, um, I've read a uh, comment by someone on the uh, 
Um, well, there's a, uh, an online newspaper, I can't remember the name of it. Um, and it's, it's a local paper. Um, having a combination of districts and then at large um, commissioners so that it does end up being an even amount. Uh, okay, number. Rachel. Well, that's a discussion that we are going to need to have uh, clearly. And in addition, the uh, the GIS data uh, we will rely. I'm sure Craig's folks will get with Jamie uh, at the county, and um, and then uh, we'll figure out you know how far we can go and uh, how far when we need to need to stop. I think actually trying to draw boundaries. Uh, our group, uh, we will never meet. We will never meet the deadline if we actually try to draw the boundaries. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. So, uh, can we have a motion? John. To, uh, oh, Sammy, had, Sammy had her hand up. Oh, go, Sammy. Hi, uh, Sammy Turner. I was um, wondering, and maybe we're not there yet, um, but if, like, you were like a representative. Um, could go to the commission sometime if we get to the point and ask for more time. I don't know if they would need to pass out another resolution or something like that. Or um, additionally, if even in like our recommendation, if we felt more comfortable, you know, having them put this on like the 2022 ballot or something like that. Cause I'm thinking, you know, if they debate this in July and then we kind of, if we, if it passes or finalizes this in like, August or something that's really only like four months to educate the public on something that's incredibly important. Thank you, Sammy. This is John. Um, I think, uh, let's see, Craig, I'll ask you to remind us uh, at some point that we ought to um, give the, um, the city commission an update on where we are in terms of progress. Will you do that for us? Thank you. Yes. Okay. Can we have a motion to approve this uh, tentative uh, um, timeline? Hugh Carter, I would move to approve. Okay. Rachel? Rachel Reed, I second. Okay. Hugh Carter has moved and Rachel Reed has seconded a motion to adopt a task force timeline. Um, Let's start with Ursula again. Ursula Minor, yes. Uh, Bonnie? Bonnie Johnson, yes. Uh, Rachel? Um, Rachel Reed, yes. Jim? Jim Carpenter, yes. And Sammy? Sammy Turner, yes. And Hugh? Hugh Carter, yes. Uh, Burdett? Yes. Burdett Loomis, yes. John? John Wilson, yes. And Eileen. Eileen Horn, yes. Okay, so um, the motion, the motion passed. Um, our next item is to review elements of the council manager uh, form of government. Um, I um, I realize uh, that all of us have different levels of knowledge about structures of local a local government. And that's why I think questions that anybody asks are really important because <laughs> you likely are asking a question that somebody else would like answered as well. So so questions, questions are, are welcome. I did prepare and I hope you got a chance to look at the two page synopsis of uh, council manager and mayor council uh, characteristics. So why don't we start with um, questions? Does everybody feel like they have a reasonable understanding of what we're of the framework that we're operating in in terms of structure? 
John, oh, this is Bird. Um, what, and I know we're gonna get into powers of the mayor, but just looking at the Lawrence uh, City Commission with five members and a mayor that's elected by the commission that seems to be elected on almost a pro forma basis. Yeah. I mean, what, what, what is the role of the mayor right now in our commission form of government? This is John Nalbandi and Craig, please weigh in here. But my sense is that formally, the uh, formally the only role is uh, to preside over the meetings. Um, they're also, I'm not sure it's formal or not, because I don't see it written down, but it's commonly accepted that at uh, major public events where the commission is requested to um, to appear that the mayor would be the lead on that. And I think um, also, of course, um, let's see, what did I say, running the meetings? And oh, the appointment, I, I believe that the mayor does make recommendations for appointments, although in large measure, I think those recommendations come from other commissioners as well. Craig, would you weigh in there? Uh, what have I missed? Um, yeah, City Manager Craig Owens, I, I think that's that's covered it in in basic form. Uh, they're um, the chosen leader of the meetings. Uh, most of the rest of the informal powers have been mostly by tradition. Okay. Thank you. Uh, any, any other questions or comments? Uh, let's see, Hugh, did you have your hand up? I did. Um, and I'm sorry, I'm, I, I was writing something down. <laughs> you had the appointment uh, powers with commission approval as part of the mayor, current duties? I think that's um, expected, but it's not written down. Okay. Thank you. Bonnie has her hand up. Bonnie? Um, and I just wanted to um, also clarify. Uh, so right now, the, the so remind me the, the kind of unwritten rules or culture of how the mayor gets selected from among the commissioners. Okay, uh, this is John Nalbandian. By tr the formally, the mayor is elected by the commission and of course is a member of the commission. Uh, but by tradition, the top two vote getters in the previous election get a one year term as mayor. That's by tradition. Um, and at least as far as I know, it's by tradition because nobody ever told me one way or the other, it was just an expectation. Uh, and so, and so, uh that it's it is it is an expectation it is it is known it's not a surprise um it also though puts us i think some of what we do um some of the things we do like in selecting the mayor we're a real outlier there uh, I mean, you know, not actually voting uh, for a mayor, um, a mayor having a one-year term. Those those are not common. Craig, do you you take issue with either of those things? City Manager Craig Owens, no, I don't. That's my experience, and your data also provides backup to that. Yeah, you know, we one of the things as I was doing my um, uh, background work. I I, uh, I, re, I I try to find out what the population of Lawrence was when um, it adopted council manager form of government, and that was in the early 50s, and the population was 23,000. So I don't believe there have been major changes since it was originally. Uh, 
ad adopted. There may have been some, but we've grown like five times at large without, without, in my mind, I cannot remember um, really scrutinizing the form of government as we are doing with this task force. Uh, does anybody have a memory that, uh, uh, a memory of a time when we did? Yeah, I, I, I don't think so. So, so this is really overdue in many ways. It just like uh, that statistic where 70% uh, of council manager cities directly elect their mayor and for terms, you know, four year terms, I mean, um, we're behind the times when it comes to that stuff. Other questions? Uh, this is Sam Tanner. I was wondering if there are any um, like particular powers that our vice mayor has, or if it's just kind of like a title. Any powers that are what, Sammy? Uh, vice mayor. Oh, um, uh, I don't know of any other than the substitution for the mayor in terms of running the meetings. Other questions? Bonnie has her hand up. Well, and this is Bonnie Johnson. I was wondering about, um, we've kind of talked a little bit about the commission right now being sort of a team of rivals. I mean, they, they are running against each other and then whoever gets the most votes, they get the longer term. And then by tradition, the spot is mayor. And I was just wondering if part of the this sort of discomfort with that I'm now serving with people who I was just running against and the mayor's duties is that by virtue of somebody getting the most votes, all of a sudden they're mayor and they may or may not want to be mayor. I mean, <laughs> I guess they could say, you know, don't, don't elect me, but it just seems like someone becomes mayor that maybe that's not their thing. And then it's, yeah. So I, I kind of wonder about that dynamic. So I just wonder if people have any thoughts about that. Yeah, well, I, I think we ought to postpone that, Bonnie, until the time when we actually, you know, get into this, uh, get into this a little more, a little more deeply. Okay. Other questions or thoughts? Okay, good. Uh, then let's move on to the next item. Okay, so I sent you out. Uh, the, you know, what was it, five or six sets of responses to questions I asked some of the managers I know. I sent it out to more than the, than the five or six who responded. I didn't expect the, the managers of the two largest <laughs> council manager cities in the country to respond, but, but they did. And in some ways, it's not bad because you can see at least in the case of the Northern California one, that um, the role of the mayor is, I mean, they, they're really stretching the boundaries of what constitutes uh, council manager government. And in fact, the person, the former manager said there, said they were actually uh, looking at a referendum to um, change the form of government there. But, um, but I thought the responses were interesting. Um, also, um, uh, let's see, um, review the list. Oh, okay. Um, what I also thought was uh, drawing up that a possible mayoral roles and responsibilities, that last document, that list, um, I made sure that almost every one of those on the list was consistent with what was in the comments 
that the managers the managers made. So here's what I am thinking, and Bonnie, please weigh in here. Um, I, uh, Bonnie, tell us what your class did and who participated in that mayoral uh, polling that you did. Um, oh, well, I think it was back in, this is Bonnie Johnson, back in 2015, my um, politics and planning class hosted a um, community workshop at the visitor center um, where people could come and and choose their form of government. And um, out of that, um, the most popular thing chosen was a, um, a directly elected mayor and um, and districts. Um, and uh, but we had maybe 30 people come, so not, and, and, not a lot of votes. <laughs> and tell us about the poll, though, how, what you, how you set that up. Because I'd like, I think we can, that might be a useful way for us to look at things, or to get started at least. Yeah, we had uh, essentially a ballot where then people could choose what powers um, they wanted the mayor to have. And, and we actually had it to where people could even do more of a of of not what we're talking about, but uh, a strong mayor that would um, be in place of a city manager, um, and so had powers there, uh, like being able to veto um, what the commission has has decided, um, creating the budget, having a staff, and things like that. And so, going from a very strong mayor to uh, a weak mayor that is just um, another member of the, the commission and has their vote and that's it, um, that kind of thing. So so we had where people could kind of check mark what powers they thought the mayor should have. So what I thought we should do is spend some time um, people asking about the different roles so we could understand that, but, but but also realize that that's not, there's nothing final about that. And what I'd like to do between now and the next meeting is I'd like to create a poll for us with these individual characteristics. And each of us could say, yes, I'd like to see that included. No, I wouldn't like to seeing that included or I don't have enough information to make a decision at this point. And then if we actually then could compile that information, I think it would give us more of an organized way of trying to come to some decision about what we are going to recommend. So uh, your thoughts on the way I'm thinking about this. This is Ursula. I think that's a good idea. It'll be kind of like homework, but I <laughs> the time. Well, I, I think that's a good thing because of the timeline and well, proposed timeline. I think if we got things together like that at home and then sent it to you, then you put it all together and then we talk about it. I think that would be great. Right. And, you know, in terms of homework, you can rely on, uh, the information that those city managers provided, because I think they commented on almost all of these uh, roles. And that was good information. Good, good, good. Yeah, it was informative for me too. Yeah. Uh, Rachel? You're muted. Oh my God, how did that happen? Um, uh, this is Rachel Reed. Um, if you wish, I could um, produce a survey um, on something like Survey Monkey or something like that, um, and uh, get the link to that to everyone, so that the data, when it comes down, uh, would go to you or whoever whoever you want to. Uh, produce the final document. Um, I did surveys for a living for 20 years. 
<laughs> at the Commander General Staff, Staff College. So um, that sounds pretty I, good. This is John. That sounds pretty good to me. Anybody um, take issue with that, or can we go with that? I'll work with Rachel, and maybe Bonnie can help us a little bit, and we'll figure out how to do this. And, uh, one thing I do. Again, as I, as I said, I think this is a way of us gathering information uh, about where we stand on these things rather than a decision making, uh, you know, making a decision. Uh, Jim, you have your hand up. Yeah, I, I think we need to uh, <clears throat> run this through Tony because I think we're in the area of possible coma violations by doing an online survey with the entire task force. Oh, so I didn't know. Maybe that. we can get some direction from our city attorney. City attorney, Tony Wheeler, uh, can I, you want me to respond to that now? Uh, you could comment on it now. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. Again, yes, um, I appreciate Mr. Carpenter's comments. Um, it is true. This is a public, um, this body is subject to the Open Meetings Act. And um, one of the interests of the Open Meetings Act is to ensure that the public has a right to observe and learn the discussion between the individual members and that they know your position on various issues before the body and that um, those things are made public. So that if there's a question or um, if somebody wants to understand, say what um, Rachel Reed thinks on something, that it, it is easy and uh, for the public to observe that. If you wanted to use a tool to gather some preliminary thoughts, so long as um, everybody's, if everybody's weighing in that they make public what their vote was or what their, um, what their opinion is, if you want to use it as an organizing tool, but really the discussion should be in the public yes. and individually tracked by each person. Um, we, like Mr. Carpenter said, you could not have a, um, you couldn't have a, a secret ballot sort of situation. Hugh Carter. Thanks, Hugh Carter. A um, couple things on the, however we go about voting on this, I wondered before we even went there, um, if I could get a couple clarifications on a couple of the duties here. Yes. That might indicate whether I'd vote for them or not, and maybe for others. Right. Um, there's just two of them. Uh, the uh, mayoral duty of, us. Uh, oh, where is this? Appointments. Um, I'm losing track of which one it is, but as far as the appointing uh, folks to to these uh, recommending bodies, uh, actually, is that not there? I see a sign. Yeah, no, it is recommending okay. for boards and commissions. Okay, thank you. Um, with the caveat of, or is it just missing with commission approval, or is that something else we should put this in? twice maybe with or without because I think with I noticed I noticed that as well Hugh that I overlooked that I said I said recommend but I didn't say recommend to whom gotcha. so that that does need to be changed thank you and then the uh, number 10 I just wonder is that an option given our purview that we're not really looking at going to a strong mayor but a directly elected mayor um, right 10 strikes me as, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, though, isn't that more of a strong mayor duty that would actually propose a budget, even if in conjunction with consultation? I was going to ask you, Craig, what what would that mean? Have you ever run into a situation that, what does it mean the mayor would uh, propose the budget? Yeah, City Manager Craig Owens, I, I'm glad it came up. I was going to bring it up if it didn't. Um, I, I do think there there's probably not a more substantial power than the construction of the budget. And when it is done by somebody who is an elected member, it, it has pretty substantial policy um, influence that is usually something that the city manager is acutely aware of and very sensitive to. 
And I would also say it is probably one of the more technical duties uh, that we have because of the scope of putting all of the different operations and pieces together and balancing those out. While it is absolutely something that the policy body has to approve and modify, um, you could have substantial individual political interest in there uh, wedged in different ways with that. So I was definitely going to raise some awareness to that. And I scanned, it surprised me that it was on the list. And I scanned the input that you received from my colleagues around the country. And I didn't see where any of them included that as a function. Yeah, you know, I think, Craig, what I did was I also looked at some of the items that Bonnie had on her, um, you know, when when she did the, the, uh, uh, the community, uh, the community meeting on this, and that was one of the items. But as Bonnie um, told us now, that she did not distinguish between forms of government. So what I would do is I would take, I would eliminate that from the list, and I would also eliminate the veto power because again, if we say that the mayor is a member of the governing body that, I mean, it's illogical to think then you're a member, but you get to veto what the body, what the body decided. So unless anybody really objects to that, I'm going to remove that veto option too. John, we have Eileen, Sammy, and then Hugh. All oh, okay. Eileen. Great. Thanks, John. Uh, this is Eileen Horn. I just wanted to um, kind of reiterate that point that I think the the beauty of the council manager form of government is that separation of what staff and electeds do. And so I just wanted to double down on that point. I think the budget is a staff role to construct and to create, and then the electeds consider it. And so I think just keeping that that line, one of your colleagues said that in their comments that when that line gets fuzzy, I mean, I, I was I used to work for the city and the county, and there is there can be huge confusion if you hear direction from a commissioner and a direction from your city manager that are in conflict, and it puts staff in a really weird spot. Um, so I just wanted to raise that point and and um, and agree with the city manager. Uh, Sammy, thank you. Uh, this is Sammy. I was, um, I think it was the last comment um, where they kind of like, I think just put their like city statue or something. Um, it was in section, um, it was the last page and it was like their fourth bullet point, section D. And it's talking about if the mayor recommends an increase in the city budget, the mayor shall recommend the method of finance, financing such expenditures. And then like kind of the same thing for if they, um, proposed some sort of policy that decreased it is that kind of like they wouldn't have control over the whole budget but they would still I don't know have some say I don't know or um would it does that kind of mean they would propose a policy and then just the mechanism for funding it and that would have to be approved by the whole body and then the city manager would have to adjust the budget accordingly Craig, we need your help here. Um, yeah, I was a little, uh, City Manager Craig Owens, I was a little confused about that, but I think it's we just don't have the full picture of what that full form of government looks like. This is one of those very large cities with that is, I think, straddling or stretching, as John said, uh, the limits of their form. So um, I, would, I would appreciate it always if any of the elected body uh, want to make a change that they also say how to pay for something. Usually that's kind of kicked yeah. to us. Uh, we'd like more of this, but no tax increase. Um, but I, 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 so I think there's probably some um, more detail that we don't have here on that specific one, but it looked to me like there is some enhanced obligation and authority with the mayor in that particular city that's not spelled out. Yeah, that makes sense. That's helpful. Thank you. Uh, Hugh. Thank you, Hugh Carter. I, I, you know, looking back over the, the list, I don't see, I see where the 
one duty is assigning govern, governing body members to subcommittees and task forces, but I'm still missing the mayoral power of presenting appointments to the commission for a vote to recommending bodies. I don't see it listed on there. Yeah, it's not on okay, there. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna make that change. Uh, I'll make that change here. Uh, uh, Bird, do you have you had your hand up? Or? Yeah, I, I I'm gonna take. I want to take us a, a little different direction, so just slightly, uh, because a lot of the literature here talks about a facilitative mayor, and I, I, it's a great term, and I, I I think it's a useful term. But do we have a what is a facilitative mayor? I mean, you know. Some of these things are straightforward, other, but I, I you know, I, I, I'd, I'd like to have a little better sense of what we mean if we're going to use that term. And I think it's a very useful term. I think we want to have the mayor be a facilitator, but what does it, and maybe this is for another day, but I just want to, I, that, that's a term that's very common in the literature, and it also seems a little vague. Well, it's. Uh, I thought that that uh, the chart uh, from Savara's work mm -hmm. was was helpful in in that in right, that regard. Right. Um, because I think you are right. It's not. Uh, I think it's it 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 defines itself in some ways in contrast to the executive mayor. And I think it's the juxtaposition that gives it definition, although there's and nothing. Also, and also in juxtaposition to a mayor who is just one of the uh, one of five commissioners yes. and it has no particular powers aside from maybe his or her personality. Good point. Very good point. Okay. Okay, so I need to get clear on. Um, how we do a poll and don't violate open open meetings. Do we do the results have to have the name of the person who is responding? Tony, is that the way we would do it? Yes, that would be one approach. You could give the homework out. You could you could give the homework and people come back to the meeting prepared to um, oh, provide their answers at, at a group, and then you can tally it up and have a discussion. Oh. Um, so that would be one. That would be one approach. Okay. So, um, which would you guys like to do? I mean, would you like to uh, uh, do it online and have your uh, name associated with it, or we all do it together? <laughs> um, uh, at the at our next meeting, I mean, it just seems like similar in both cases. I don't know that it's a big difference, but Rachel, um, our names will be associated with our responses, regardless. Um, you know, whether it's a, a a you know a PDF form that we fill out, or it's a uh, an online survey. Uh, one of the options, one of the questions would be enter your name here. And um, so it, it, that okay. would come out with the data. Okay. And if we do it that way, then you could compile the results. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that would be helpful. John? Yeah, it's John Wilson. I was just wondering um, if doing the survey could fast track uh, or shape the agenda for the next meeting. Mm -hmm. I'm in favor of doing that so that we have the data ready to do something with uh, and not kind of burn through that meeting. Okay. okay. So Eileen and then Hugh. Eileen? Um, yeah, thanks, John. Eileen Horn. I just wanted to, um, you know, in looking at this list of 10 items, there are some that we'll probably all agree on, which is that the mayor can cut ribbons. So if we can skip over a long discussion about that, I think that's great. I think if that's to John's point, if this helps us 
shorten the meeting and get to the meatier issues quicker, I think I think I would be in support. Well, I think we should leave it on there. We don't have to discuss it. I mean, if it's like 10-0 uh, yes, uh, yep. then we just acknowledge it's 10-0 yes and move on to the one that's 5-5. Five, five. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, so Rachel, can I work with you on that then? Sure. Um, no problems at all. Okay, Tony. Tony Wheeler, City Attorney. If I could have an opportunity to review it just for compliance with the Open Meetings Act before it is distributed, and so that I understand, you know, how it will be tallied and how we will ensure that um, everyone's responses are public and shared with the public in a way that's consistent with the law, I would appreciate that. No problems. Okay, great. Okay. Okay, let's see. Uh, does anybody have any more business? Um, what kind of, let's see, we wanted the, uh, the survey data compiled, at least John recommended, John Wilson recommended that it's compiled in time for the next meeting. Um, when do you want a, a first draft of the survey? In advance of the first meeting, uh, in advance of the next meeting. Well, I, I understood uh, he was talking about the, uh, the data, you know, the compiled data. Um, yeah. in advance of the next meeting. Yes, yes, okay, then I got that too, yeah. John, we okay on that? Yeah, if I, this is John Wilson, if I could just just ask for the survey instrument itself, um, we would have our names to identify, but we wouldn't have contact information, correct? It would just be name and our responses, but... It would just be our names, name and responses. Great. Um, uh, it wouldn't have our contact information or anything like that. Sammy. Oh, this is Sammy Turner. I was wondering if, um, are we going to be discussing um, any sort of limitations um, outside of what's given here for the mayor? Like if there's a limit on like how many times the mayor can run for this office? Oh, term limits? Yeah. I think that's gonna have to be another discussion yeah. Not only of the mayor, but when we talk about the commissioners, we'll have to talk about term limits. And that's when I think the okay. mayor would come in as well. Okay, sounds good. Okay, so the, the work for the next, the, the preparation for the next meeting I have here is uh, just to work on the survey, right, with Rachel, and that we're not going to not going to present to you any additional information. I am going to ask Craig to check with uh, Jamie about what kind of data is available uh, when we start talking about uh, districts, um, but um, I'll send you an email on that, Craig, uh, so we can get that. Okay, let's see. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, public comment. Bobby, we have anybody? There is no one here and no one signed up for public comment and I am not seeing anyone's hands raised in Zoom. So I'm going to go with no. Okay. Then can we have a motion to, is there any other business? Um, John, John. Rachel and John. Okay. Um, <clears throat> looking at the um, the survey, uh, should I route it through Bobby to get to you, or can I deal um, deal directly with you, John? Uh, why don't you send it to me and Tony? Okay, I can do that. Um, actually, we'll send it to Craig too. Okay. All right, uh, John. Yeah, 
That's uh, John Wilson. And uh, as it relates to data uh, needs, I wonder if Zan Weedle at KU might have access to demographic data that could, that in, in given her work on the 2020 census, maybe she has some data set that allows us to maybe start understanding race and ethnicity and socioeconomic stuff. Yeah, we've been been in been in touch. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so um, no more business then. Is there a motion to adjourn? It's John Wilson, I move we adjourn. You break the read, I second. Okay, it's been moved and seconded that we adjourn. Um, let's start with Eileen. Uh, yes, yay. Burdette? <laughs> yes. John Wilson? Yes. Yes. Hugh Carter? Yes. Sammy Turner? Yes. Jim Carpenter? Yes. Rachel Reed? Yes. Bonnie Johnson? Yes. Ursula Minor? Yes. And John Nalbandian? Yes. Thank you very much, Bobby. And uh, thank you all for your time. And we will continue. See you next time. Thanks, John. Thank you. Thank you, John. Y'all have a good evening. Have a good evening.